All right, you want to record a podcast? Let's record a podcast. Have we ever done this? Uh, not in person. What should we change? Uh, Everything? Everything. I mean, we're being videoed right now. Too. Hello and welcome to <laughs> the Art of Product Podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm Primer. I'm your co-host, Ben Ornstein. And we're talking over each other all the time. Perfect. We don't even do this over video, but we do it. Right. When there's lag, yeah. we're better at not stepping on each other's feet, but here we so. are. Uh, yeah. So we are recording live, which is cool, which is why it doesn't. we don't have our normal, beautiful setup. Yep. I think it'll be all right. Yeah. And uh, we also are video ing this. Uh, so this is uh, something we're trying. This is an idea of ours actually for the company I'm starting, okay. which is that we're going to lean into like the live coding, like yeah. lean into the like uh, entrepreneurship porn type like thing, it. but just go even further and like just record on video us as we're working on things. Nice. And so we did like, we got together a couple days ago mm -hmm. and just like talked through. So like we, we got together as a team, uh, three of us, by the way, that's also news. Oh, there's yeah, there. there's okay. three. Yeah, right, and so he's much. sitting behind the camera. Uh, <laughs> uh, we will keep him anonymous, I guess, for now. <laughs> no, he's, he's been on the... Anyway, there we go, this is Spencer. What's up, guys? So Spencer's anonymity is gone. Uh, there's one more person who I guess we should keep anonymous. He gave his notice today. Okay. So basically right. they're, they're... Protect the innocent. Exactly. That veil will soon be lifted. But basically there were three of us, so we got together and said, like, how we, what are we going to do? How are we going to split the equity? Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, uh, evenly, we decided. Okay. Uh, Spencer was saying, like, I've always wanted to do, like, a vlog thing. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let's... Let's try it. Yeah. So after our, our like meeting, we like uh, set up the camera and talked for a while and doing establishing shots of hotels and plane flights and things like that. Very so, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the way to go. I mean, the, the response on the live coding stuff has been continuing to trickle in and like people just love that stuff. So totally. I think so too. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Like maybe it won't actually resonate, but right. I think especially because Spencer's fired up about doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's uh, I think it's worth a shot. It's awesome. Like just give people stuff on all of the the uh, protocols. Yeah. The audio protocol, the video protocol, like yep. live coding, Start open your source, Instagram stories. Ex exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Snapchat. Yeah, the yeah. Kids, the kids are on Snapchat. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Although all the kids have been saying Sna uh, Instagram is like kind of losing its edge. That's oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, some people can see this, but people can probably hear the quality of the T-shirt that you're wearing. Yes, I'm swagged out right now. Yeah. Um, did my first run of level t-shirts. Yeah. And had to show off the beautiful Steve Sugar work. I feel like it's, uh, that's very legit to show up with your own t-shirt. Yeah. To MicroConf for a nascent company. I've had, yeah. I wish are, I thought of it. People are surprised, shocked. They're like, you already have a t-shirt? Yeah. I heard uh, one guy was like, we've been in business for seven years and we don't have t-shirts yet. Damn. So. You're out executing like I'm, I'm on the, ball. the crap out of people. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. at least out swagging. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't have swag, yeah. what do you have? I just love these next level t-shirts, the tri-blend. Yeah. Cotton poly They're so blend. soft. I scored one. I have to yes. I feel There's, very privileged. I did a run of 18. It's like a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm not going crazy on the... I like it. And then you keep it exclusive, right? It's like only yeah. some people have a level t-shirt. Exactly. I'm going to yeah. try, I'll try to rep it tomorrow. Good. Please do. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I already started touching on like some of my stuff, but yeah. let me just try to catch people up. I guess. Yeah, let's hear it. So uh, my last day was two days ago, mm -hmm. uh, which was was like so wonderful to wake up and be like, I'm never gonna do this commute again. Yeah, I yeah. felt super good. I had nothing but like positive feelings about the change. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, like not not like it was bad, but just like right. I was just ready. I was like, this yeah. is this is the direction I wanted to go. Yeah. The job like wasn't like a perfect fit for me. It just all felt good, basically. And you mentioned that even your even your former boss is like congratulatory and it's all amicable. Yep, no bad yeah. feelings. And I also feel like I finished well. Yeah. Like I I wrote up like kind of like a Ben's parting thoughts document, which is like you know here are some things broken out into like five different categories. I think you should keep pushing on or keep yeah. working on. 
specific recommendations and then like called everybody to get together for like a dev discussion and like mm-hmm. went through every point. It was just like as big a brain dump. Yeah. Uh, and just said like, I can't tell you what to do, but if I were uh, going to stay, I would focus on these things. Yeah. That's cool. So that felt good. I also wrapped up my last project that like finished really well. Mm-hmm. So like on the, on the, my last day, like I kind of deployed the, or not deployed, but finished like a feature, which was like good. It's just like, you know, They're like ship it and ship it and goodbye. Y'all going to maintain this now. <laughs> <laughs> which is the best way to ship a feature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You figure out deployment and migration and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So the ending felt good. Uh, the very next morning, Spencer and Anonymous co-founder uh, and I got together and like did like, okay, how are we going to split? The, actually, the first thing we talked about was like, what's equity? Yeah. How are we going to do equity? The, top, the hard conversation. The hard conversation. It was actually interesting though. So like both of the other two guys had sort of cued me up a little bit where they both kind of said like, you have an audience. Yeah. You have a lot of people that like will help us with sort of initial sales and stuff, mm-hmm. like a big profile. Yeah. And so they both kind of like hinted at like, it might make sense if you were trying to like gobble a little more equity in the, the beginning. Yeah. And I thought about that and I did some reading on it and, and like sort of uh, reflecting on it. And the more I thought about it, the more it just felt like, yeah, I probably like, I bet these guys would agree to it if I was like 40, 30, 30. I bet yeah. they would just say yes to that rather than walk away or, or push back too much. Yeah. But like you're going to battle and, and I just felt like, Maybe today I'm bringing a lot of things to the table in the early days, yeah. but I fully expect that over the like the years that it will take to actually make a real business, we will each have our moments in the sun where we'll be contributing a lot, and the other people are playing slightly more supporting roles or or something. Yeah, and so I just didn't feel like confident predicting yeah. how that was going to look. Yeah, and I, I really, really, really didn't want the situation where it's like three years from now they're like I've been working just as hard as Ben this whole time, mm-hmm. and he's got this much thing. It was like it just felt bad. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's probably close enough on on the amount that you guys are bringing to the table. And I take it that you're all funding yourselves. Like there's not anyone who's like going to be the salary collector. In the Correct. Group, right. So yep. that kind of evens the playing field. And I could see you not wanting to go into this, like where there's kind of a deep seated, like, well, I have less equity kind of feeling, even if it's just like a slight feeling that someone's harboring or something like that. Yep. would seem problematic. Right. Or it could only turn out badly. The difference between those numbers to me felt small enough too. Yeah. Where like I imagined, I was like, okay, what if we get to a million a year and we sell for four million and that's worth two hundred and eighty K for an extra seven percent or something? It's yeah. Like, yeah who, who cares? Yeah. yeah. So and actually I was expecting that to be sort of a drawn out conversation and we just it was like one minute. Yeah. And we're like, okay, great, we all agree. Next. That's good. And so we're talking about like how we're gonna uh, form an entity, probably Stripe Atlas, mm-hmm. it looks like, especially now that they support LLCs. Yeah, you think an LLC or C Corp? I don't actually know the trade-offs yet. I okay. have to read the doc that I Patrick was, published. I was literally reading the doc between talks sitting in microconf. Yep, I was too. Today, I was like, but this is totally salient. Totally, exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, I'm actually having dinner uh, tomorrow night and Patrick is going to be there. So oh, I, nice. I was, I'm going to read it up ahead of time and just like yeah. confirm with him, like, does this sound right to you if these are my goals? Yeah. That's sort of a small implementation detail. My sense is that you can pretty easily convert from LLC to C. So yeah. if there's any uncertainty about funding, because that's my big thing. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to be raising angel funding. I know I won't be going big VC route, but yep. you know, some angels are not comfortable with LLC. But I feel like that's something for relatively low cost you could change down the line. So. Yeah. Agreed. And I was talking to Jordan Gall. He was saying, like, are you guys going to raise anything? I was like, no, we're going to try to bootstrap it for now. He's like, you like off, off our savings and just like see yeah. how it goes. And he's like, cool, I'll talk to you in a year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we'll see. Mm, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to pick something that we're like, we could never potentially take money if we needed right. to for some reason. But right. it sounds like that's not much of a danger. The overhead that comes with the C Corp, like certain actions needing to be like an action of the board, even though like 
it's still like you'll just write up a doc and it'll be a formality thing. It's still like the record keeping requirements, I think, for C Corps is just yeah, just enough where you may not want to deal with that okay. early on, you know? Okay. Well, so. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Never makes sense. Yeah. I think we settled on a name. The working name as of right now is Tuple. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, the idea was we wanted something that was kind of nerdy and niche mm-hmm. and was like a little bit of a shibboleth mm-hmm. around programmers. Mm-hmm. So like it's a tuple. It's like you know, you've, you brought two things together and combined them into one. And yeah. like it kind of sounds like two people. That's probably where we're headed. Okay. That's also like a functional programming. Exactly. Term, right. Like right. You see the data structure or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's a popular functional program. Like, I think it's probably extra popular in functional languages. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. But it's sufficiently nerdy and in-groupy that mm-hmm. that matches our, our niche really well. I saw you posting a question on Twitter about yeah. ability to get the .com. Yes. So where did you land on that? So, there, so there, Tuple.com is registered to someone who doesn't seem to be using it. It's mm-hmm. parked, basically. Mm-hmm. This person lives in Massachusetts, oh, apparently. Right. Uh, I drive to their house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like they're, they're, they, didn't have, they didn't do the who is guard, so okay. like, we literally see the address on there. And so I was like, we could literally drive to this person's house and yeah. ask for the domain. So we've been like emailing and like phone calling and trying to get in touch with this person. Okay. Uh, no success yet. They've had this domain since 1995. Okay. So probably they're hanging on to it would be my guess. It's not yeah. just like we registered in case we might make a business and we didn't yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So we are eyeing tuple.co, okay. which is for sale mm-hmm. uh, for $750 right now. So okay. it's like reasonable. Yeah. Um, I would say that's worth, for that cost, worth it regardless of whether you're going to whether you know for sure if you're going to use it. Interesting. Just because, like, I could always resell it if it doesn't... If or, or, it. or redirect it, or... I, I don't know. I saw, oh, you mean in case we get tuple.com? Yeah. Like, like even if you think of a different domain scheme, like, for that cost, since it's your exact app name... Yeah. Dot co, I would I would snag it. Yeah, I think I think we're going to. Yeah. I think we're just about to pull the trigger on that. The only thing I thought we might want to do first is a, a trademark search, mm. just to see is there anybody, like, because it is a programming term, there could be somebody else using it as a name yeah. for a programming-related app. Yeah. ThoughtBot got burned by that mm. uh, with Hoptoad. There was okay. some other Oracle product or something that had Toad in the name, and they sent a cease and desist, and the lawyers were like, it's close enough, it might be a pain in the ass, you should just change it. And so they yeah. did, and that was obnoxious, of course. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out if that's worth doing first before we buy it or not, yeah. before this podcast comes out, before someone else snaps it up and then auctions it back to me for more yeah, money. Probably. That would be rude. I don't <laughs> think anyone would do that. Yeah. So I think we have basically like a name and the co-founders and the ideas. And so the next like kind of milestone is I think our plan is to do a small alpha mm-hmm. and uh, charge people to get into the alpha. Okay. So some sort of nominal like a hundred bucks and like you get alpha access plus like a year from when we publicly launch of mm-hmm. the tool, let's say. Try to get about twenty people who are mm-hmm. going to give good feedback. Okay, because like it's the, the quality of feedback matters a lot. I'm not just looking for twenty people that want it, but like twenty yeah. people that will be good alpha sure. type customers. Yeah, that's what's on my plate. I'm kind of ending up with the sales mm-hmm. uh, side of this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what's your next step look like? You're going to like build a landing page. I mean, once you secure a domain, I guess. And all yeah, the next stuff. step is actually to take most of May off. Okay. Yeah. So I'm here yeah. now yeah, and then right. I'm flying to Hong Kong for two weeks later, Yeah. which was planned before I knew this was happening. Yeah. Um, so like uh, Spencer and I both have had like some RSI stuff. So yeah. we're both like, we're going to try to like not type, not phone during this period to like hit the ground really healthy. Yeah. As much as it will be hard, I think we're going to basically try to like be like researching and reading and learning. Right. We have a lot of like C++ networking protocols, mm-hmm. video codecs, that learn. kind of stuff to learn. Yeah, yeah. Like how do you write a native app? How do you do like all yeah. All kinds of question marks. Yeah. So there's lots to learn, which is nice. So we can at least be prepping, preparing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think landing page is pretty imminent. So mm-hmm. I'll probably do the product hunt thing like you did. Yeah. Can you point a custom domain to your product hunt thing? 
one technique I've seen people do is embed an iframe. Uh, so I think you can do that, or at least I see others doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, there might be a custom domain option. I haven't looked into it. I did actually sign up for, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I signed up for the paid plan. Oh, no. Not the, t not the highest paid plan, which is like 250 a month, but I think this is 79 a month maybe. And what that gives you is the ability to promote on the product hunt network, which mm -hmm. just means when you go to the upcoming products list, it shows there. Okay. And then when someone subscribes who's on product hunt, it shows up in like their friends, uh, gotcha. notifications like, so your friend Ben signed up for the yep. level yep. upcoming page. So it just, it didn't seem to cause like a huge bump yet, but I think it's probably worth it if it brings in even just a few subscribers, you know, could be so. Sounds like they've done some savvy stuff there. Yeah, like actually monetizing it. And then based like, on that, you can time, you can schedule your launch, so it gives you that control um, over when right, when right, the right. Actual launch happens on Product Hunt. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's smart. It's very smart. Yeah. And then also like probably starting to collect, like trying to find, like reach out to people and say like, hey, you were said at MicroConf, you were excited about this. Do you want to be part of that? That yeah. small thing. Yeah. Uh, and try to get that together. Our hope basically is to have the alpha filled by mid June. Like start working mm -hmm. like right before June or like right on June first. Try to have the alpha filled after a couple weeks, and then progress from there. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, do you feel like you have enough knowledge that you could actually start working on technical stuff once once you're off hiatus, or do you think you need to go through kind of like deeper validation? I mean, like this is a pretty like well, validation stuff. Well, yeah, like in terms of what to actually, what actually to build. I mean, I feel like your your path forward is pretty clear. It feels pretty clear. I don't feel like there's a ton of question marks there. I will definitely be like trying to bounce it off the initial alpha people. Yeah. My thought initially is that we will build a screen sharing but not remote controlling stuff. Yeah. App basically. Yeah. And start from there and get the like get that working and working well because the the thing is like getting that C++ code base that I've talked about yeah. working uh, beautifully into right. a latency lead. And even that would be a step up above WebRTC, right? That's the hope. If the promise is fulfilled. Exactly. On, on, yeah. Right. So that should already be like a step forward where it's like, oh, yeah. wow, this is better than my other thing. Yeah. So yeah. fingers crossed that cool. it works out. Yeah. I'm having trouble like trying to decide, like, this is also hilariously counterproductive to discuss it here, but like mm -hmm. how cagey to be about this like technology that we're using. Yeah. It's kind of like interesting secret saucy type thing if we were like really tight lipped about it, but it's also, it just kind of runs counter to my natural ethos, mm -hmm. which is like, just share stuff, just put it out there, who cares? Yeah. I don't know. One thing that's going to, that is a factor is that it's licensed as an open source code base, right? So currently, yeah. Well, but that's we can we can move around that. So there's one file in this project that is GPL licensed, which makes the whole thing GPL licensed. Okay. But you can swap that file out and like buy a paid license that is not GPL oh, for the okay. same thing. Okay. It's because one of the codecs they use is GPL, uh, or, or it has that scheme where like you can pay them and make it private, or you can use GPL. And, yeah. Yeah. So oh, we could un GPL this basically. Okay. Well, that changes things then. Like, uh, my advice is going to be like, if you're going to you're going to have to expose this in anyways, like, and you can work on it in private. You don't have to share all your developments, and then, you know, you would have to open source your work eventually. Yeah. If it was GPL, right. But if you can un-GPL it, right, and it's not a derivative work of a GPL right code base, then this may be worth keeping secret sauce. It's tough to say because like we're going to be the first thing we're going to do is get this thing compiling on Mac OS. Yeah. Which so far no one's done. Yeah. So that immediately becomes like a part of an advantage to us. And then like later on, like well, we may enhance it. And so it's it's tough to say. Yeah. I would caution you about this one. Like maybe think hard before or be very calculated in what you expose about about that. that okay. Would be my yep. My take since this is this is such a critical component of totally is uh, of the product. Okay. Not sure. Yeah. We'll just see. Yeah. Time will tell. 
What's up with you? Any other stuff? I, I traveled to visit family right before coming out to Vegas for MicroConf, so my, my progress has been uh, stunted a little bit in the last week. But I'm already off to a good start here at the conference. Just a lot of folks have been listening to the podcast and yeah, sort of kind of know, know what's going on already. But it's always fun to explain to people what you're working on and the pitch sort of gets refined over time. Just just getting some reps in on how to pitch the product and what resonates and what doesn't. Um, totally. Yes. It's good. Spencer and I have both been like doing elevator pitches. And it's yeah. Like, it's good to see like what yeah. makes people's eyes light up versus not. Right. In general, everybody's... As soon as you get the pitch out, everyone's kind of nodding along. Like I've, everyone seems to to recognize that there is a deep problem here, similar to to yours. So, yeah, it's cool. Um, it's good to see that. Yeah, I was talking to Andrew Culver uh, last night, and he, by the way, is the best person to pitch. He's <laughs> right. So excitable. He's like, he, I mean, yes. he's the worst. <laughs> Because right. like you just you can get him ramped up on an idea yes. stuff or like excited about an idea, which yes. is a, a wonderful trait in a I human. Know. But if you do a validation, he <laughs> might be like maybe not the right person. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good though. Like he was uh, he was like oh maybe this is the rum and coke talking. But mm. and he kind of went off on like uh, oh I told him one of the things that I've heard from people is that uh, you know Slack's not the problem; it's a people problem. And he's like that's totally false though and which how you respond to that is and then he went off you know nice. kind of talking for a while but his take on that was like obviously the tools can be improved and also there's an education component that is part you know partly just teaching teaching people how not to abuse tools or how to be respectful of each other's time right and the reasons why that's why that's a good thing to do and why it pays off even though like it's maybe feels better at the time to interrupt someone to get an answer right away so you know he got me thinking about potentially doing like some kind of education bundled with the product when mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. um, totally. go to market, you know, totally. and, and sort of like the, the right message run and done approach where they've, they sort of did early on, you know, let people in the door gradually. It wasn't open access signups and there was an education component to it mm-hmm. as part of like getting onboarded with the product. So I think that could be part of the value add too, especially since my code base is going to be open source. I need to be thinking about, where am I providing value aside from just being the the trusted brand and mm, the one the one moving the roadmap forward is like what services can I offer and you know I think it's probably a no brainer eventually to offer support for on prem hosting of it for companies that don't want to be in the cloud yeah and then another one could be you know some kind of some education resources about how to actually effectively adopt this tool in your organization that on prem thing is no joke yeah where it's I remember. Someone told me that at one point, like on-prem was like ninety percent of GitHub's revenue. Yeah, and it was like this was many years ago, but like it's just it can be huge, yeah, hugely lucrative. Right, and so if your licensing re- retains the like you have retained the sole right to do that, then it's like okay, now yeah, you've kept your cash cow. Yeah, exactly. It's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, those conversations are already already happening. And nice. Microconf is also Microconf. yeah. It's Microconf. It's great. You should come next year. We're not it's, being paid by them, by the way. This is yeah. just purely yeah personal experience. It's, it's, Microconf is a great place to come when you just started a company because everyone is so excited for you. Yeah. Or everyone's like, "Yo, dude, this is the best!" Like, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah, talking to the addicts about yeah. how good drugs are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nice. I'm having a good time. Yeah, me too. Cool. It's good. We we rarely see each other in person. So I know. This is, um, this is maybe I, our third or fourth time meeting in person. I think it's the third time, and yeah. each time has been at a microconf. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I forget how overwhelmingly tall you are. Now you too. Yeah. <laughs> I have you edged out a little bit. Just barely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Keep it short? I think so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, show notes? Show notes can be found at artofproductpodcast.com. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Yeah.